Hey mama, do you ever feel like your day needs a do-over? Like you literally want to just crawl back in bed and start over. Or maybe your kids are acting crazy and they need a major attitude adjustment or they need to redo themselves. It all happens to the best of us. Totally get it here. And I've had one of those days this week where I needed to reset the entire family and I wanted to share four tips that I use for myself and for my kids to help us start and restart the day when it doesn't get going on the right foot. I know that you cannot afford to show up as your best for your family and in your business and in all areas of life if you don't feel good or if you don't have peace, if you don't have joy and if you're just feeling a hot mess in every way. So let's go over a couple awesome strategies today and let's practice a few simple ways that we can get our emotions back on track. I want to get started before we get into the episode here with reading a review. This is from TMBRCA. It says, this so resonates. And she writes, as a mama for wife and entrepreneur, this podcast has really resonated with me. I've been wanting to homeschool my kids and haven't had the courage to do it until I heard this podcast. Thank you so much. Honestly, I love hearing reviews. I love reading these things. They light me up so much because it is the only way that I can hear from you and know what you think, what you want, what's blessing you, and how God's speaking to you through the words on this podcast. So thank you so much, girl, whoever you are. I don't know what that um, name and abbreviation stands for, but thank you for taking the time to leave a review. I'm so excited that you are feeling motivated and encouraged to homeschool. And the reality is, is that we are always teaching our kids. Life is learning and we are always instilling education into them through the lives that we live. So what, whatever you do, whether you homeschool or not, we have a huge call to educate and train up our kids. And so I just want you to feel encouraged and empowered that you can homeschool if that's what you feel called to do in the midst of business, in the midst of marriage and life and all of the many hats that you wear. It is possible and it is beautiful and there is joy in it. So thank you again for the review. If you have not had a chance, please stop right now, go down to the bottom, click five stars and leave me a written review. It means the world to me and it helps spread this podcast and get it into the hands of other women just like you. Welcome back to the Nourishing Mompreneur Podcast, where we get encouraged and empowered as we pursue our greatest potential within the walls of our home. Hey mama, my name is Michelle High, and I'm so thankful you're here. Do you feel like your life is good, but something in you feels unfulfilled? Do you feel stuck in the trenches of motherhood, exhausted and working so hard, but feeling like you're getting nowhere? Do you have big dreams you hold in your heart, but you've been living small? Are you motivated for more, but don't have the clarity or the courage to do anything about it? Do you want to discover God's best and see if it's really possible to be an excellent wife, an intentional mother, and be successful in business, all for the glory of God? As a wife of 16 years, a homeschooling mama of five, and an entrepreneur, I know exactly how you feel, every bit of it. I truly believe that the most important work you will ever do is within the walls of your home and that there is purpose in every season. If you are a fellow business-minded mama with a heart for home and a love for Jesus, Let's process this journey and grow together. Hey girl, so do you ever feel like your day needs a do-over? Today we're going to talk about four tips that are going to help you and your kids start and restart the day 
on the right foot. And really, I wanted to have this quick conversation with you just because I needed to remember these things this week. I had a day this past week that started a little chaotic. I ended up being awake at 3 a.m. So my morning was different. My whole morning routine was off a little bit. And then as the kids started waking up and getting going, I could just hear, I'm like, wow, everybody's like having a rough morning. One of my daughters was in the shower for way too long and the other one couldn't get dressed. So there was frustration there. Um, the AC repairman showed up unexpectedly. So we were kind of dealing with all of that. Um, my husband, oh man, <laughs> he was being extra needy, silly, distracting. I don't know what you want to call it. It's so funny. I just told him this morning, I'm like, you really are like my sixth kid. And I say that in the best way because he's amazing and I love him so much. But when he's around, I'm like, I can't get anything done. I'm like, dude, like, let me get some work done. He's just funny. But anyways, he was just like really distracting. And um, ultimately, something had gone off track for every one of us. And by eight o'clock in the morning, my four-year-old was upstairs in her bedroom crying and naked because she couldn't find any underwear. Any of that um, relate to you? Ever had a morning kind of like that? So on this particular day, even though I had gotten up crazy early and had a kind of a weird morning myself, I was good. I was okay. I had a clear head and I had peace. And so it was really about helping my kids kind of overcome the tension that they were experiencing and helping them push past the frustration you know, I think that when we're in it and we're struggling and our emotions are getting the best of us, it's harder to think clearly and get ourselves out of that pit. But when it's our kids, we can help them better. So in this situation, this was really the kids just needing some leadership and me needing to help them get back on track. And as I was doing that with my own children, I was just reminded of a few simple strategies that we talk about and do all the time. And they're just great go-tos whenever you have warnings like this. And it's important to remember too, before you actually have that rough morning because when we're in the emotions, it's harder to, to think clearly. So anyways, I ended up that morning about 8 a.m. after my daughter's screaming in the room, can't find her underwear, she's in there naked. I end up in the room with three of my girls and I, you know, just kind of getting the details about what's going on and how everybody's feeling, kind of assessing the situation. And I was like, you know what? Like, how about we just start our day over? Let's just get started the right way. Let's get a fresh start. And all we did was just pause because again, remember, it's not about the thing. It's not about, I can't find my underwear or she's in the shower too long or this or that. It's not about the thing. It's about who we are in that moment. How are we going to grow through it? Who are we going to become in the process? Like that's what matters more than anything. And so we just paused and we got our head and our heart right. And we prayed. And then after we prayed and kind of gave it all to the Lord, filled our hearts with gratitude, that's always huge, just kind of got our eyes on what we can be thankful for, I went ahead and gave some practical tips, practical leadership for my kids, helping them know, okay, this is what we need to do next and guiding them so they can get back on track in a physical, practical way. And then we can move forward with the day. But the cool thing is, is that just that moment to just pause, to pray, to reset and to help give leadership and grace, it brought joy and peace and it all just came flooding back. And we had a phenomenal morning and phenomenal rest of the day. We just had to pause and have a little reset. So today I just want to share a little bit more, some tips that I work through typically whenever 
we're having a morning like this. And it matters. Why does this matter? It matters because you need peace in your home. You need peace so that you can be productive, so that everybody can walk in unity and you can have a great day and that you can be who you're supposed to be, who you're called to be, that you can show up in every capacity as a wife, as a mom, in business, in all that you're doing, you can be who you're supposed to be. And so it really matters how you feel and how you start the day. We really want to grow in our ability. And I think there's a little bit of a skill set too involved with finding joy and strength and getting back on track when everything around us wants to pull us in a different direction. And it's so important, moms, that we really lead the way in this because we have to teach our kids. Our kids are always watching. And there's that saying that is tried and true that says more is caught than taught. And so we really want to lead the way. And the best way to do that is by being an example ourselves. So let's talk about four little strategies that we can do to help when the day starts like a runaway train, or when we wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Okay, the first tip I just want to say is acknowledge the need to start again or to try again. This is just part of life. We are always stumbling and falling or failing, but what matters is that we get back up and we start again and that we try again. And just acknowledging the fact that like, hey, I don't have to fight through this and muscle through this and try to mask and band-aid what's going on here and how I'm feeling and let it just kind of boil up all day until there's a real explosion. I can actually pause and say, you know what? Like we're having a rough morning and I need to start again. I need to try again. It's okay. There's actually wisdom in this. So teaching your kids that it's never too late to get back up and to try again or to start again, that's amazing because we don't want a bad morning or a bad moment to turn into a bad day. I think it's important that we identify the difference. We all have moments where we struggle, but it doesn't have to dominate our life. And so embrace the moment, work through it and get on and don't let that dictate the rest of the day. One thing that I do just like in a practical way with my littles is when they take a nap, I don't really watch the clock too much, really ever, I don't think, not at this point at least. I don't pay that much attention. It's not about how long they're laying there. You have to lay down for X amount of time. It doesn't matter to me whether it's 30 minutes or three hours. What matters is that when they wake up, they are rested and they are happy and they have a good attitude. If my kid I don't care if they've been in bed for three hours. If they get up and they're whining and they're crying and they're grumpy and they have an attitude, they're going right back to bed. And they don't have to stay there long, but they have to stay in bed until they can get up with a happy heart. That's just kind of the rule of thumb at my house. So maybe that sounds a little tough to you, but I just really believe that we have the ability to make those choices. And I think that it's important that we choose intentionally to get up with a good attitude whether it's in the morning or from a nap time. And we can teach our kids to do that. So that's one thing that I really encourage my kids to do is when they're getting up in the morning or even from a nap, it's like if we're just not in a good spot, we're just going to go right back to bed. And hey, when you have a happy heart, you can get up. Like that's your permission to get up. You get to decide when that is. It could be a long time. It could be two minutes. It could be 30 seconds. It doesn't matter to me. But when you get up, I want to see a happy heart. I want to see a happy kid. So there's that. But there is a quote that says, win the morning. If you win the morning, you win the day. And it matters. So how we start the day really does make a difference. So number two, 
The second thing that I would say is get back to first things first. I use that phrase a lot in my family and we kind of all know what it means, but it really just means get back to the next right thing to do. Kind of evaluate what you're doing and get back to basics. And it starts first in your heart, getting your heart right, and then you can get your home in order. And I've taught my kids since they were little. I remember when I made them a little chore chart before they could even read the very first chore of the day, if you will, was it looked like a smiley face. And it was just saying, showing them to wake up and choose joy, to start your day in prayer, to start your day with gratitude and with the Lord. Like that's what it represented. And I've always wanted my kids to just have it instilled in them to, to start the day with joy. If you find yourself waking up with a lot of stress or anxiety, or you just are opening your eyes and you already feel like you're drowning and you haven't even started the day, go back to episode, I think it's 75. It was just a few episodes back, but it talks about what to do when you feel like you're drowning, maybe in your emotions, in your business, in your busyness, whatever it looks like. It's just a phenomenal way to get things right at the heart of the matter and truly be able to surrender and get your eyes fixed on Jesus and just to let go. It's an amazing little conversation, so I really wanna encourage you to do that. But sometimes we don't have a lot of time to just pause and stop everything and rest and reset ourselves mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Number one is spiritually. So I call them Holy Spirit pit stops and I do them throughout the day as needed, but hey, that's a great thing to do. And that may mean pulling over and taking five minutes to yourself just to pray and realign and fix your eyes on Jesus. But we need to ultimately find our source of strength, our source of peace, our source of joy in the Lord. It's where it comes from. And that takes intention. It doesn't have to take a lot of time, but we have to stop and we have to let everything go and clear our minds and close down all the million tabs that are open and get our eyes fixed on Jesus because he is the one that is going to make everything in balance and in the right way. I love Psalms 1611. It says, this is the Passion Translation version. I'll read this. It says, because of you, I know the path of life. As I taste the fullness of joy in your presence, at your right side, I experience divine pleasures forevermore. My favorite version says, in your presence is fullness of joy. And you have to understand that your joy is going to come from being in the presence of the Lord. So however you need to get there or however long it takes, that's the number one best advice that I could ever give you. So start there. But when you need joy or peace, remember that you don't need your circumstances to change. You need more of his presence in the midst. I'm going to say that one more time. <laughs> when you need joy or peace, you don't need your circumstances to change. You need more you need more of his presence in the midst. I really believe that. And once your heart is in order, you can then get back to first things first in the sense of your daily routine. Because a home in order is a home of peace. So start your day with the Lord. Bring everything back to surrender. Let go. Rest in Him. Pray. Put on worship music. Get your heart and your mind aligned. And then get back to what you need to do. Whether that looks like chores. Maybe maybe you just need to go and start with that cup of coffee that 
you haven't gotten to and it's been like two hours and your body's like, all right, help, help a sister out here. I don't know what that means, but get back to first things first. And when I say that to my kids, what I'm really telling them is, hey, get on track with your chores, do the right thing. Don't be downstairs trying to, I don't know, start school when you haven't even gotten yourself dressed for the day or brush your teeth. Does that make sense? So do things in order because having a home in order, having a heart in order brings peace. Okay, the third tip is create some positive energy to change your state or to change your surroundings. Sometimes we can slow down and be with the Lord and out of that place, we can then go and really create the energy and the attitude and the atmosphere that we want. One of the best things to do, I'll tell my kids a lot of times, or even for me is, hey, get outside. If your emotions are getting the best of you, go take a walk and pray, get outside, get Get a better vision and better perspective. You know, we can put on worship music. That is really awesome for changing the atmosphere. Put yourself back in bed for a minute if you need to. You know, sometimes as moms, we need we need little timeouts. We need a little pause moment where we can put ourselves in timeout, put our kids in timeout and just say, hey, let's just pause for a second. Let's get it together and then let's move on. But what I'm trying to say is adjust yourself physically to help your emotions make the right adjustment. So for me this morning, I actually got up, I got on the treadmill and I just started walking because it's Friday and I'm tired and I'm kind of weary and there's a lot weighing on me because there is always a lot weighing on all of us at any given time, right? And so I just, as I was walking, I envisioned myself taking all of my to-do lists, all the expectations, all the burdens, And just laying them at the feet of Jesus and letting go. I had worship music on in my ears. And I was intentionally just fixing my eyes on the Lord. Getting my attention on Him. And moving my body to get my mind and my heart realigned and re-energized. Getting off of my feelings and on to how I can actually serve others well today. Because this life, it's not about us. And I think the goal of this when you get outside, when you move your body, when you do something to decrease stress and increase your energy, it's really about getting your eyes off of you. This way you can physically and practically choose joy. I'm gonna read Psalms 27, four through six. The last part is what I really wanna read, but I'm gonna read this whole, these couple of verses because it's just my favorite, it's the best, it's so good. So this is Psalms 27, four through six. It says, the one thing I ask of the Lord, the thing I seek most is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, delighting in the Lord's perfections and meditating in his temple. For he will conceal me there when troubles come. He will hide me in his sanctuary. He will place me out of reach on a high rock. Then I will hold my head high above my enemies who surround me. At his sanctuary, I will offer sacrifices with shouts of joy, singing and praising the Lord with music. Listen, worship is a weapon. And sometimes, a lot of times, it's a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice to shout for joy. It's a sacrifice to sing. It's a sacrifice to praise the Lord when we don't feel it or when our circumstances aren't really facilitating that very well. But listen, It's a beautiful sacrifice of worship when we can get the focus off of ourselves and onto the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords who rules and reigns above whatever we're going through or whatever emotion we're battling with. All right, number four, 
is just give grace. I remember this week as I was talking to the kids, as they were just navigating minor little tensions with one another, I was like, hey, it's okay. Just give grace, give the benefit of the doubt, forgive quickly, give grace to one another because we all need grace in our life in a huge way and really commit to being a team being a family, that's huge for us in our home. Like we all count on each other. We all need to to step in for the sake of one another. It's really important. And so part of what we did on this morning is getting together before we started school, as we were all at the table, it was like, we literally came together. Hey, we're a team and we're going to have a phenomenal day and we're going to work together and and we're going to be a family. So set the standard, give grace and create a culture of teamwork in your home and in your heart. It's not just about us and how we feel. This life is about bringing glory to God each and every day by surrendering the details of our life. And if we're caught up in our own grumpiness or negativity, we're not going to be good for anyone or for anything. So pursue peace and joy and just know that it starts in our hearts, it starts in our heads, it's gonna permeate through our homes, and ultimately it's gonna allow us to make the difference, a difference in the lives of others. It's gonna help you make an impact and be the influence or the light that you desire to be in the lives of others through the work of your hands or through the people that you interact with on a day-to-day basis. True joy, it's rooted in who God is. It's not a fleeting, emotion. It's not based on circumstances. So even if you're having a miscommunication with your husband, even if your kids are acting crazy and they're getting on your last nerve, even if you're facing obstacles or challenges in your business or with the work that you're seeking to accomplish, like even if you're going through the darkest of times, just know that true joy, it's still possible. It's possible if we can just fix our eyes on Jesus because it's rooted in him. And if we can just surrender all of our stuff meaning let it go, lay it all at his feet, in exchange, we'll receive his peace. And I know you, mom. I know you, friend. You are a faith-filled mama, and you desire to make a difference, to let your light shine, let your life shine, because you know deep down that you have a calling on your life, and you're called to bring God's kingdom to earth. It's a huge calling and every bit of our life matters and how we start our day, the details of the mornings, they matter too. Romans 14, 17 says, for the kingdom of God is not a matter of what we eat or drink, but of living a life of goodness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. You want to be a kingdom mama, a kingdom minded entrepreneur? It's about peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Your morning is the most precious time of the day. So starting out on the right foot, it matters for your business. It matters for your relationships. It matters for your inner peace. All of these things, it all matters. And it all is rooted in the Lord and in our relationship with him. So be aware of your emotions. Be aware of the state of your kids' emotions so that you can help redirect them quickly in these moments and that there's not a build up and a blow up later on in the day. So just to recap, Number one, acknowledge the need to start again or to try again. Remember, like we all <laughs> we all have rough mornings and we all need to restart and there's wisdom in this. It's okay. Number two, get back to first things first. 
Number one, just surrender to the Lord, get back to him and get your heart in order. And then you can get your home in order, get back on task, get back on the daily chores, the, the routine that you have, get on your schedule, pull out that list and just get focused again. Number three, create some positive energy to change your state or change your surroundings. Really physically, do something physical to help you adjust um, emotionally in that way. Get outside, take a walk, worship. And number four, just give grace and commit to being a team with your family. We're all going to need to use these little strategies time and time again. And we just sometimes need to start and restart our day right. But it's not for us. It's ultimately for the glory of God. So you can do it. I believe in you. And I just want to bless you. Um, let me just bless you with Romans 15, 13 today. Lord, I pray for the mom listening right now that you would just encourage her father. I pray that the hope of God would fill her with all joy and peace as she trusts in you so that she can overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we just say yes and amen to you, to your promises for who you are. We thank you, God, that you are joy. We thank you that you are love. We thank you that you are peace. We thank you for who you are in our life, Lord. And I thank you that your spirit lives within us. So because of who you are, we know who we are and we can walk in authority. We can walk in freedom and we can choose peace and joy and we can have wisdom to get back on track and to realign ourselves with your perfect will for our lives, God. Give us the grace and the courage to start the mornings with intention and really surrender and that we would be able to lead our kids in that way, in our hearts, in our homes, and in every area of our life, Lord. May our lives just overflow with your goodness, Lord. Use us for your glory and may we bring your kingdom to earth through every detail of our lives and every decision that we make. Father, we just give this day to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, you like Mama so please leave a review. Hey Mama, real quick before you run off and do all the things. If you found value in today's conversation, it would mean the world to me if you left a review and subscribed to my podcast. I know you know how precious time is. The biggest thank you you can give me for taking the time to share on this podcast is to leave a written review. This helps me on my mission to encourage and empower others who are pursuing their greatest potential from home. So head over to iTunes, scroll down to the bottom of the Nourishing Mompreneur podcast to rate and leave a super quick review to let me know what spoke to your heart. And if you're feeling a little extra today, take a screenshot of today's episode and tag me on social. I value your time so much and appreciate you connecting with me. Find me at nourishingmichelle.com forward slash connect. 